You are listening to the Grown and Vegan Life Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome to the Grown and Vegan Life Podcast. I am your host, Deanna Rohde. On this podcast, we talk about being vegan from the perspective of being healthy. And we take a deep dive into being healthy in the other areas of our lives, like relationships, money, and mindset. The ultimate goal is to be whole and to experience joy in our lives, not just our eating. So we look at both practical and spiritual ways to experience optimal health. The main thing to remember is that nothing in this show is meant to replace medical advice from a trained professional. I am sharing my experience and the experience of my guest. Please use wisdom and take what you feel will work for you. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, family. This is Dieta with the Grown and Vegan Live Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm doing it a little bit different, and I decided to do a video. I've been kind of posting it on the YouTube page as well as Spotify and um, my website and different places, but I thought I would try to do a video because I know with YouTube, sometimes people enjoy seeing the video versus just listening to it on there. So I'm going to try this and see if this works, see if this helps. And I'm actually out of my element. So the camera, um, the recording may not be as steady and all of that. So I apologize. I'm actually out of town and I wanted to be consistent with getting this podcast out. So I'm going to go ahead and record it the best way I can. I am out of town, wasn't planning on still being out of town, but hey, we are working with what we got and it's going to all be fine. (laughs) So if you're watching this on Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. And even if you're not watching it on Valentine's Day, take the time to embrace and love yourself, love whoever, um, love the one you're with, (laughs) as the song says, and just be happy on this day and cherish yourself. If you hear some background noise, I apologize for that as well. I am by um, a road, but you know what? We're just gonna work with this and get this out because today I really wanna talk about something that I just learned recently and I was my own personal guinea pig really, but I have been, I have been on Well, first of all, I'm always about health. I'm always wanting to find new ways to be healthy, new ways to rebuild my system, rebuild my body. And um, so I was starting to research and learn about gut health. And I learned, and if you've been learning about this as well, because it is a popular topic, then you know that your immune system, a lot of it, the the main part of of our immune system is in our gut. And so gut health is very important and it's a good place to start. It's a good place to focus on. And so I started to learn about that. And something that I came across while I was researching it was about um, eating fermented foods or eating probiotic foods. And one of the foods that was suggested was kimchi. 
Now, there are other fermented foods that I actually didn't think about that were that are fermented, but like sauerkraut and even pickles, which I never thought of pickles as being fermented. But sauerkraut, pickles, yogurt, kombucha, tea, is it? I have it written down. Kombucha. <laughs> I even bought some kombucha and then kimchi. I was going to start with the kombucha, but I don't drink alcohol and I don't like to have any alcohol and I read that that could possibly have some alcohol in it and I the last time I had alcohol y'all it wasn't very pretty so I decided I don't want to try that um so I have a whole bottle in my refrigerator that's not getting used so I went ahead I went back to the store and I got the the kimchi now, I have seen kimchi. I used to know someone who liked kimchi and ate it, you know, periodically. Um, but I always thought that kimchi was only spicy. I don't really like spicy foods. But then I realized that they have different levels, different kinds. And so I saw um, some kimchi that was just mild. And so I tried it. I brought it home, got it, tried it. And I actually liked the taste of it. It was really good. And I was surprised at that. And so I was excited to try this um, try this food. And um, I have been eating it. And I just, you know, I read, the information I read was that you should just have, we should all have a little bit of fermented food every single day. And so you just need like a teaspoon or a tablespoon each day. So I was like, cool, I'll just go ahead and I'll eat this and I'll just have a little bit each day. And um, so that's what I did. I started to eat it and something in my heart, which I always feel like it's a Holy Spirit letting me know what to do because I am, if you don't know by now, I am a believer and I am an advocate of partnering with God in my health. Whenever I have felt bad or anything like that, I always would pray and God would lead me to something that I needed to do. So when I was um, eating this, I ate it for three days. And on the third day, I felt in my heart, just like a thought that I think I'm just going to do this for three days. And that's, you know, and I'll take a break because with fermented food, you are actually introducing new bacteria into your gut, which this is supposed to be good bacteria that will help to fight against the bad bacteria in your gut and create this nice, healthy balance and help your immune system be stronger. And all of these different things help you to digest food better and all of these good things that are supposed to happen with eating, you know, foods that are fermented, which should have a probiotic effect or taking probiotics, you know, they do have supplements that are probiotics as well. So on that third day, I felt like, you know, I'm just going to stop this. I'm going to take a break from it. The next day, and let me just say, when I did this, I felt really good. I was happy. I had a good, you know, demeanor these first three days. But on that, that fourth day, when I woke up that fourth day, I did not feel good. I did not feel good at all. <laughs> and it was kind of like, without going into too much detail, um, it just was kind of like if you have a stomach flu 
or, you know, eat something bad, food poisoning or something like that. That's how it was. That's my body had. And it even was to the point where I felt like I was starting to feel better toward the end of the day, like late afternoon. And I needed to do something because I had things to do. This is a birthday month for my family. Um, and so I had shopping to do. I had things to do. And so I was, um, I went through the day and I was in the store and actually I started to feel really bad in the store. I started getting dizzy and just hot and I was like, I got to get out of here. So somebody just got a gift certificate because it was, I had to go. (laughs) Um, So anyway, you know, when I got home, I got situated, I got settled, I was able to you know, I made a good soup. I actually posted on my Instagram the, the soup that I made. And um, I made a good soup. I was drinking fluids. And eventually I did start to feel better. I actually felt better the next day. So that really lasted one full day of not feeling good. And something in my mind, even though it felt bad, in my mind I felt like this was actually helping me to fight something Um, It was a good result of feeling bad. I tried to find someone that maybe had the same result so I could explain that and understand what was going on, but I couldn't really find that um, until later. I did find an article that was actually talking about, the the writer of the article was talking about having a reaction to um, miso, which I didn't know that miso was fermented. I don't, I don't. I haven't really ever eaten that. So um, they had the same type of reaction that I was having from eating kimchi. They had this from eating homemade miso. So the, the explanation is that basically when you're eating something or introducing this new bacteria, your body is going to react to it. Um, It can react to it in an adverse way that that the same way that I had in the same way as the author of this article had. So you can have that type of reaction. Now to circle back when I, from the video, um, the information where the person who suggested having fermented food every day, having these probiotics in our, in our life daily, this is something that they left out. <laughs> this is some information that, and this is why I wanted to share this um, experience because, you know, we get a lot of information online. We get a lot of information from people. And sometimes, you know, we the information is shared through the lens of our personal experience. I had that same experience happen with me recently Um, Because I recently just created a vegan, beginner vegan course for people who want to transition into a vegan lifestyle. And I presented a a version of the course and I had some testers for it. And one of the individuals that actually went through the information was taken aback by a, a statement that I made about how I experienced, you know, how I didn't say I experienced, but that you may experience low energy when you're transitioning onto a vegan diet. So after I got that feedback, I was like, well, maybe it was just me 
Did I, am I the only person? And so I did a little query and asked some people, some other people about that. And um, I got some different answers. Some people said no, they didn't have that issue. And then I heard um, from a fellow coach that actually had clients that did have that issue. So, you know, it can happen. Um, but basically what it taught me though, is that we share information through the lens of our own personal experience. So it's good to get feedback from other people to find out how those people are feeling it as well, because, you know, not everybody is going to have that same experience. So with eating fermented foods, taking probiotics, you may not have this issue. Now, I remember years ago, I actually took probiotics to the, um, supplement and I did have I didn't get sick like this with the kimchi but I got like a breakout on my mouth and I was just like oh I don't want to do this I'm not taking these (laughs) you know so I stopped taking them and I didn't really want anything else to do with them but then when I um you know when I started learning about gut health and the importance because I am personally working on building, rebuilding my immune system. And so I wanted to work on my gut health. And this is what led me to the path of taking or in, you know, doing the fermented food. So when I had this reaction to it, which I'm so thankful that, you know, I had that internal nudge that was like, you should stop this after day three. And then the next day I was feeling bad because I had to go out of town. (laughs) And so by the time it was time for me to go out of town, I felt much better. So it only lasted the one day. But if I would have continued, it may have gotten worse. So it was a good nudge to get me to stop doing it. But it's not necessarily something that I feel that I won't ever do again because I do feel like it it was working. It didn't feel good at the moment, but I feel like it was doing something beneficial to my body, if that makes sense. Because there's times when you know that, you know, this doesn't feel really good, but it's actually producing a good result in the long run, in the long run. Sometimes things don't feel great in the short run, but eventually they feel good in the long run. So I, at, when I looked at, at that information I learned about the other individual that had that experience I noticed that there are some people who should not take or you know eat fermented foods or take probiotics and people who are immunocompromised should not probably take fermented or eat fermented foods now, I will say I have eaten I have eaten sauerkraut with no issues. I have eaten pickles with I eat pickle relish and pickles no problem. I haven't had yogurt in a while um because with being vegan, I don't really um I've had vegan yogurt or non-dairy yogurt. It's not my favorite. It's not bad. I may eat it again, but um it's not like on the top of my list. So that's something that I don't eat as much, but I didn't have a reaction to it in the same way that I did with the kimchi. So I could probably still get that same effect by eating sauerkraut and maybe the pickles and stuff like that, but 
the kimchi probably not gonna be on my list until maybe further down the line when I have built up my immune system a little bit more to a good level. And so, um, you know, I just wanted to share this experience with you because, you know, like I said, we share information through the lens of our personal experience. The person who shared that about eating it and they didn't share also the kind of warning or disclaimer, um, maybe they didn't know because they didn't have that experience. But I also read that pregnant women shouldn't eat fermented foods and children, of course, under the age of one shouldn't eat these types of foods either. So, you know, if you are looking at that, if you're interested in it, if you're focused on trying to improve your gut health, this is just some information to just a tip, just to, you know, to share my experience, to let you know that that may not be a journey to go on. We may, you know, if you're like me, there are other options. Like I said, sauerkraut doesn't seem to affect me in that way. There are other options that we can use to improve our gut health and um, still focus on that because gut health is important. And I'm actually going to be working on that more. And I'm actually going to be um, connecting with an individual. I'll have more information on that later as I work out the, the details of it. But someone who actually focuses on gut health because I do want to learn more about it and I want to discuss it more. So keep an eye out. Be sure to tune in uh, for future broadcast on the um, Grown and Vegan Life podcast so that you can get that information. And of course, if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please visit, subscribe. Um, we pour out content um, to help you to be healthy, as well as recipes, simple recipes to help you to transition into a vegan lifestyle. And I'm also excited to introduce my vegan um, beginner vegan course so that you can transition into this vegan lifestyle. It gives you basic details to help you to know the information so that you don't have to make the same mistakes that I had or that other people may have as they started. Because when you jump into this lifestyle, it is very, it can be overwhelming to know what you can eat and what you can't eat, to even know what you can replace for things that you're used to eating. So I have made, taken all of the guesswork out to make it easy and simple for you so that you can just progress through it. And it's designed to help you to go vegan in three days. And it has a meal plan and a shopping list and all of the, all of that information that you would need to be able to help you to transition into this vegan lifestyle. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Grown and Vegan podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for another great episode. Also, visit grownandvegan.com to stay connected and please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And check me out on Facebook or Instagram.